Good morning. You left your phone here, Andrew. Catch. How is everyone? Good? You ready to hear from God? This is definitely a word for you and for me. It's a word for all of us, okay? But I want you to be really expectant this morning because if there's one thing I know, it's that God always has a word. He always has a work. He always has a touch. He, has always, he always has something very specific that he wants to do in each and every one of our lives. So I want you to put your hands out because I want you to like, wherever your level of expectation is, lift it, okay? <laughs> wherever your level of faith is this morning, I want you to lift it. However you're feeling, let's lift it in Jesus' name. So we thank you, God. We thank you that you're a powerful God, that you are a wonder-working, miracle-working, loving, beautiful Saviour. And we come expectant, God, because you're a crazy, amazing God. So we come with open hearts, open spirits, hungry and thirsty. And we say, God, speak in Jesus' name, touch in Jesus' name, reveal in Jesus' name, heal in Jesus' name. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to, um, to do a great work this morning in every one of our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God is good. All right. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7. Love this verse. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We all know it, don't we? <laughs> we all know it, but do we know it? We walk by faith, not by sight. Because when I read that, I'm like, that's a really huge statement to make. Because we live in a world that we can see, feel, touch, smell, experience, yeah? And the world that we see, feel, smell, touch, experience has a huge impact on our lives, doesn't it? I can see this piece of paper. I can see Lyndon sitting in front of me. I can touch this beautiful pink jumper that Pastor Andrew's wearing that I love. Don't we? We can see, we can experience. I can see Nathan's phone. And I'm like, I can take that phone, Nathan. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that he's not on that phone. But, you know, we live in this world that we encounter all the time. We experience it. We smell it. We feel it. We hear it. We live in a world that, that we're continually experiencing. And then God makes a statement like, Live by faith, not by sight. Wow, that's kind of really crazy, isn't it? That's actually a really huge statement. Because often we look at our circumstances and we think, oh, yeah, things are looking good this week. Okay, I'm doing good. I can see my bank accounts increasing. I'm doing well. I can see that my relationship is flourishing. I'm doing well. <laughs> oh, I'm having a really tough week at work. I'm not doing so great. So much of what we see and feel and touch and experience affects our emotions. It affects our relationships. It affects how we journey through life by all of the things that we see. And then God makes a statement Walk by faith, not by sight. 
So I've kind of really had this sense the last few weeks that God is really up to something and that he wants us to take a leap of faith. Yeah, that there is a time and a place and it's now and God wants us to take a leap of faith. There are some steps of faith that he's really calling us to take in our journey. Because who knows, when you walk by faith and not by sight, there are some leaps of faith involved, aren't there? There are some steps of faith. There are leaps of faith. There are things, places that are unknown because we can't see them because we're living by faith that God actually calls us to step into. So what is a leap of faith? Think about it for a moment. What is a leap of faith? Have you ever taken a leap of faith? Yeah, and what happened when you took that leap of faith? I know when I have taken leaps of faith, it's been incredibly frightening, incredibly scary, really exciting, but God has done the most extraordinary things when I have taken those leaps. So to me, a leap of faith is stepping out And doing something God has asked you to do when you don't know what the outcome will be. You don't know how it's going to turn out, but you're choosing to walk by faith and trust God. Because when God asks us to take a leap of faith, we generally don't know what the end game is going to be, do we? We don't know what the outcome is on the other side of that leap of faith. We just know that right now in this moment, God is asking us to take a leap of faith. We don't know what will happen on the other side. You can't always work out, if I take this step, God, how's that going to look on the other side? If I take this leap of faith, what does the end of the story look like? Because we don't actually know. All we know is that God is asking us to take a step. You know, there are some things in life that are really simple to work out. That if we do a certain thing, something else will happen. Like if I eat a 200 gram block of Cadbury chocolate every day, I'm probably going to put on weight. It's a pretty obvious thing, isn't it? If I hit the gym and I eat really healthy, then I'm probably actually going to be feeling good and looking really good. But that's not how God works. (laughs) That's why it's called a leap of faith. Because all you know is that God's actually asking you to take a step. And you want to take that step. You want to take that leap of faith. But you don't necessarily know how it's going to turn out. So when we take a leap of faith, we're actually choosing to trust God. We're saying, I don't know how this is going to work out, God but I'm trusting you for the outcome. I'm believing you've got good planned. I'm believing if you're calling me to take a leap, then it's only because it's the absolute best plan and purpose for your life. Because who knows God has extraordinary plans for our life, yeah? Like people tell you and we hear it and we read it over and over and over again. Yeah, we know that he has good and not evil. He has a hope and a future. He has a plan and a purpose and he wants to do more than we can hope, dream and imagine. That's actually 
what God wants to do in our lives and not when you just get saved, not when you first just become a Christian, not when you're making all the right decisions, but even when you fall short or mess up or get it wrong, he always has another great opportunity. He always has another leap of faith that he's calling us to take. It's good. So 2 Corinthians 5.7, we are called to walk by faith, not by sight. All we can hope, dream and imagine does not happen in the comfort zone, does it? All we can hope, dream and imagine happens when we let go of a little bit of control and we actually give God some more control. It happens when we're way out of our comfort zone and we're really scared and we just don't know what's going to happen next and we're hanging on to God with everything we've got, believing that if God has asked us to take this step, then it's for a purpose, yeah? When I first chose to believe in Jesus and asked him to become a part of my life, that was a step of faith. I had to believe that he was a good God, a real God that actually wanted to have real relationship with me, not this distant, faraway God. You know, when the Holy Spirit told me that my dad was going to accept Jesus after 25 years of waiting for that to happen, um, to see that come to pass, I actually had to take a leap of faith, yeah? I had to ask him if he wanted to receive Jesus. It wasn't going to happen all on its own. When God told me to build a new relationship, I had to pick up that phone, make that phone call and actually create time and space to invest in a relationship so that it would grow. When God told me to quit my Friday job and start a ladies group, I had to quit my job. I had to trust that he would financially provide, you know, and take that leap of faith that he was asking me to take. When God told us to move to Ballarat, to leave our family, to leave our friends, to leave everything that was familiar, to um, leave all our support networks, we actually had to take a leap of faith and do that to be standing in this place today. It doesn't happen all on its own. So what leap of faith is God calling you to right now? What promise is calling your name if you'll just take the leap. When you're in the supermarket, this happens to me a lot, and you see someone who's obviously really unwell and your compassion flares up and you just have this desire to pray for them because the watching someone in pain is heartbreaking, it requires a leap of faith to actually approach them and ask if you can pray for them. It actually requires a giant leap of faith to do that. When someone at school or your workplace or your social circle is really searching or they're really struggling, it requires a real leap of faith to actually share who God has been for you in your life. And leaps of faith are scary, aren't they? Yeah? They're really scary. Do we agree? Leaps of faith are scary or else 
we would be taking them all the time, yeah? We would be like, oh my gosh, look at that leap of faith they took. Oh my gosh, can you see how they just stepped out? Wow, I can't believe they just trusted God for that. That was crazy. We would be talking about people taking leaps of faith all the time. But leaps of faith are frightening. They're really scary because it's all about the unknown. Because we don't know how it's going to turn out. All we know is that God's saying, I want you to take that step of faith. But can I share what's on the other side of your yes? Can I share what's on the other side of your leap of faith? Because some pretty extraordinary things can happen. Ephesians 3 verse 20. And I want you to really tune into this. Now to him... That's a good start. Now to him. Because there's a real revelation in this. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Wow. So we hear that a lot. Yeah? <laughs> How many times have you heard that? I've probably heard that, read that, I don't know, hundreds of times, maybe thousands of times in my 25-year journey. But do we actually believe it? Because there is one thing to hear it and there is a whole other thing to believe it. So now to him who is able to do immeasurably more. So are you expecting immeasurably more than all you ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. I want to focus on the hymn here because it's kind of really freeing. It, the scripture says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more. So I have a question for you. Who did the scripture say is able to do immeasurably more than we can hope, dream, and imagine? Did it say you? Did it say you who can do immeasurably more? Did it say Christine who can do immeasurably more? Did it say Nick who can do immeasurably more? Did it say Ruby who can do immeasurably more? It said, so to him who can do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. So can I share a revelation? It's not you doing it. <laughs> Yeah, it's not you doing it. It's him doing it through you. So take the pressure off. It's him working in you. It's him working through you. You don't have to make the magic happen, yeah? God actually makes that happen. See, I didn't get my dad saved. I just asked the whole I just asked the question because Holy Spirit prompted me. The Holy Spirit softened his heart. The Holy Spirit prepared him. The Holy Spirit created an openness in him. It's not us that do it, it's actually him. So maybe that's why we allow the fear to get to us when it comes to leaps of faith because we think, oh, I've got to make this happen or oh, I have to see this certain outcome take place or oh, if I'm going to make this sacrifice, well, I need an assurance that, you know, that these are going to be the results here. But we put all this pressure on ourselves to perform and to get results and to make sure our leap of faith is bringing about this incredible outcome. 
but there doesn't need to be this pressure. There doesn't need to be this stress because all God is asking us to do is to take the step. Yeah, because now to him who is able to do immeasurably more, you just need to take the step. Yeah, him who is able to do immeasurably more. The truth of that kind of makes it easier to take a step of faith because I'm not the one who has to make the magic happen. God does, yeah? 1 Corinthians 3, 5 to 9 says, What after all is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe. As the Lord has assigned to each his task. Yeah, you have your task from the Lord. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labour. For we are co-workers in God's service. We have to take the leap of faith, but he makes the magic happen. You are God's field, God's building. It's not my job to make sure every plan and purpose that God has for my life comes to pass. Can I say that? It's not your job to make sure every plan and purpose God has for your life comes to pass. That was a revelation for me, okay? My job is to lean in. It's to spend time with him. It's to get to know him. It's to hear his voice and trust him. So when he asks me to take that leap of faith, I am ready, I am willing, I am faith-filled. I know he's got my back. I know he's good. I know he's faithful. I know, I know that he's taking that step with me. Proverbs 16 verse 9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. God wants to determine your steps, yeah? God wants to direct your steps. Can I share something? You don't have to figure it all out, yeah? You do not have to figure it all out. It is not all on you. It's actually on him, how good is that? You don't have to know the end of the story. You don't have to know every single step in between. It's on him. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. He knows the plans he has for you, yeah? He knows the plans he has for you. He knows the plans he has for me. I don't know all the plans he has for you. I can look at you and I think, oh, there's a gift there. There's an anointing there. There's a call there. But I do not know. He knows the plans he has for you. He knows the plans he has for your life, yeah? I don't know all the plans. I don't have all the answers for my life. I don't know how it's all going to turn out, but he does, yeah? So if he knows, I have a question. So if he knows the plans he has for me and they're good, then surely he knows the leap of faith I need to take in my journey, yeah? So if he knows he has the plan, if he knows the plans he has for you, 
and they're good. And he's calling you to take a leap of faith. Isn't that the best possible plan for your life? So whose job is it to figure out your destiny? Whose job is it to work out your future and your next steps? So, just ducking over here. Get my little props. Where can I sit? Get my chocolate, because chocolate's great with everything. Get my cuppa. <laughs> this is so comfy. Got my Bible. Who feels like some Maltesers? Who wants Maltesers? Oh, I don't think I can throw that far. You'll have to run up. Grace. He likes Maltesers. Christine. Boys, everyone who's young loves Maltesers. You have to get... I can't throw, sorry. The football skills do not come from me. Obviously. That was for Terry, Andrew. Yeah, go for it. He loves Maltesers and didn't get one. I've still got like four left. Crystal? <laughs> oh, Ruby wants some. I'm going to have to stand up because my throw is just not that good. <laughs> so do I have to like worry about it all? and stress about it all and worry about how all these plans and purposes are going to work out? Do I need to spend my life stressing about the end of the journey or can I kind of kick back and, um, and just know that he knows the plans and purposes he has for me? I can like eat my Maltesers because he knows the plans and purposes he has for me. I don't know them all but he does. And he's for me. He's not against me. He's on my side. He's championing me. He believes in me. He's got the absolute best for me. So do you have to worry? Do you have to stress about the next step in the journey? Do you have to work it all out? Do you have to know all the answers? No? Because he knows the plans and purposes he has for you. And I kind of got this revelation that if I just kind of chill with Jesus and um, read my Bible and eat my chocolate, because, you know, you can eat chocolate when you hang out with Jesus. He's kind of okay about that. And if I put my worship music on Spotify and just crank it up all over the house, and if I hang out with people that love Jesus too, so that when he kind of gives me this idea about the next step, they're going to champion me in that and they're going to believe for that with me and they're going to go, you should take that step, you know. You should go there. You should do that. Don't cave into that fear, man, because your God is so much bigger than that. Then he will show me the next step. It's kind of really freeing and it's kind of really relaxing because sometimes I think, we feel like we've got to work the whole thing out, like the whole journey and all the steps. 
and how are all these plans and purposes going to come to pass in my life? But you know what? If I just lean into the one who knows the plans and purposes, if I hang out with him, spend time with him, learn that he's trustworthy, learn that he's faithful, he's going to guide my next step. So work out how you love hanging out with Papa God, yeah? Work out how you just connect your heart to his heart, how you tune into what he's saying, how you tune into what he's doing. You don't have to work it all out. And can I share some crazy, amazing stuff that happened in the Bible when people took leaps of faith, just to kind of inspire you a bit? I didn't get any feedback. So can I share some crazy, amazing stuff that happened in the Bible when people took leaps of faith? Because God has a leap of faith for you, yeah? He has like a step of faith, whether it's receiving him for the first time, whether it's sharing your faith, whether it's stepping into this whole new opportunity that you've been dreaming about for years. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. So when we walk by faith and not by sight, we actually actually acquire the things we long for. That's pretty cool. Just having a sip of water. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> Hebrews 11 verse 7 says that Noah built an ark, yeah? By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By his faith he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. So Noah took a leap of faith, didn't he? He took like a crazy leap of faith. This guy was like building an ark and there was no water. He was building this giant boat and there was no water. Can you imagine what his neighbours were saying? Can you imagine what the people he worked with were saying? They're like, this dude has lost it. I don't know what is happening, but he is like, you know, what's that saying when you're short something? A screw loose or something? <laughs> so, I don't know, they would have been like, he is crazy. Who is this God that he's talking about? There's this flood that's coming. And how many years has he been waiting for this flood? Because it took a lot of years to build that ark. There was a whole lot of years that Noah was stepping out in faith and living by faith. And people were probably mocking him, laughing at him. But he stepped out in faith and he saved his entire family. He was the only family that was not annihilated from the face of the earth. I'm telling you, Noah was laughing at those other people when he was cruising along in the boat. <laughs> um, actually, can the worship team come up? That'd be great. So I want to read to you from Hebrews 11:23. By faith... Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born 
because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. And we'll just play something in the background, guys. Thank you. So by faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months. Three months so that he would not be killed, so that they could save his life. That was a giant step of faith, wasn't it? They would have been murdered. He would have been murdered. That was a giant step of faith. And not only did their step of faith save his life, but their leap of faith actually allowed Moses to be the man of God that he was called to be. He delivered a nation of people from oppression, from slavery, you know, and it required, it was a giant leap of faith starting with his parents to see that promise fulfilled. So what's on the other end of your leap of faith? Whose life does God want to bring freedom to through you? Who's enslaved to something and your step of faith is their gift of freedom? Can I share some other things that happened when God's children stepped out in faith? I want you to go home and read Hebrews 11. And read it over and over and over again and hear about these champions in the faith that just did not give up. And no matter how frightening or scary or intimidating the steps seemed, they took them because they knew their God who was good. They knew their God who was faithful. They knew the God who declared, I know the plans and purposes I have for you and they're good. So when he gives you a step to take, it's the absolute best result for your life. It's the greatest promise for your life. It's stepping in to everything he's planned and purpose for you. You have to take the step, yeah? He has the plans, but we need to take the steps of faith. When you take steps of faith, by faith, Sarah had a child, even when she was physically too old to have one. It was physically impossible. What's your physical impossibility right now? Because it's not impossible for the Lord. When she was far past childbearing age, she had a child. What is impossible for man is possible for God. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell. Come on, the walls of Jericho. That was a mighty tower. And these crazy Christians took steps of faith and walked around a wall for seven days. Yeah, they walked around. They took a step of faith on day one. You know what? Nothing happened. Okay, Holy Spirit just spoke. They took a step on day two. Nothing happened. I don't know if you feel like maybe you've already taken a few steps of faith and it hasn't happened. But you know what? They kept walking around Jericho and they kept walking around Jericho and they kept walking around Jericho until the promise of God was fulfilled. Don't ever stop taking your steps, yeah? Don't get discouraged. Don't think it's not going to happen. Keep taking the steps that God has called you to take. The Red Sea parted and God's people crossed on dry land. The mouths of lions were shut. How cool is that? The mouths of lions were shut. Women received their dead, raised to life again. There is nothing God can't do. 
Weakness was turned to strength. Kingdoms were conquered. The fury of flames were quenched. Wow, by faith the Israelites were powerful in battle and defeated foreign armies. God has a victory for you. Yeah, He has a victory for you in your step of faith. He has a victory and then He's got another victory and another victory and another victory from one man and He as good as dead came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. God can do anything when you say yes to your leap of faith. If there's one thing that I know, that I know, that I know. It's when you take that leap of faith. Papa God is with you. You can't go wrong. He's with you all the way. He's directing your leap of faith and He's on the other side of that leap of faith doing something extraordinary, doing something wonderful, doing something the world has never seen before. So take those steps. I want to encourage you to take those steps. Stare fear in the face, yeah? Because the fear doesn't go away. You just step out even though you're scared. You just step out even though it's scary because you know God's with you and you know God's for you. And you know if He's telling you to take the step, it's the best possible step for your life. So stare fear in the face and say, my God is bigger. My God is greater and nothing is impossible for Him. And remember, it's Him who's working. It's Him who's moving. It's Him who's healing. It's Him who's loving and freeing people. You're just doing your part by taking your leap of faith. So who wants to say yes to their leap of faith this morning? I do. I don't want to miss out on anything the Lord has. So why don't we stand and we're going to pray together. Because... The Lord has a whole lot of steps of faith in this place. Like the Lord has a whole lot of crazy, amazing steps of faith. Here's some steps of faith for you, Nathan. Yeah, he has some leaps of faith for you, buddy. You're a champion. This boy is an evangelist. He just shares his faith. He declares the goodness of God. Doesn't care what people think or what people say. You know, every time you step out and do that, Nate, that's a leap of faith and God goes before you. Rach, oh, the Lord's got so many steps of faith for you to take, but He's got you all the way, totally with you, totally working through you because it's Him. It's Him who does immeasurably more than we hope, dream and imagine. We're just partnering with Him and taking the steps. So why don't we just close our eyes and raise our hands to heaven. I thank you, Lord, that you're a good, good father. I thank you, Lord, that you're a good, good, such a good father, such a faithful father, such a loving father. And I thank you, Lord, that for those streaming this morning, and for every one of us in your house together today, you have good, Father. You have plans. You have purpose. You have destiny, God. You know you, have, you know the plans you have for us, God. 
You know the plans you have for every person, every man, every woman, every child, Lord, in this house this morning. And I thank you that we don't have to figure it all out, God. I thank you that we don't have to know the end game, God. All we need to know is that you're with us and you're for us, Lord. And if you're directing us to step out, Lord, what a step it's going to be. How incredible, God. How extraordinary, Lord. How marvellous are the things that you have planned for us, God. So I thank you that you're not finished, God, that you're never finished, I love that promise that if we're still breathing, you're never finished. So for anyone who's believed a lie that they're done, that you can't do it, God, that it's impossible, that they've fallen short, that they've made too many mistakes, God, we just declare that to be a lie this morning in Jesus' name. And I thank you for plans. I thank you for purpose. I thank you for destiny, God. I thank you for crazy leaps of faith that you're going to call your children to take, Lord. I thank you for leaps of faith that are just dropping into hearts and minds and spirits right now, Lord. So we want to say yes, Lord, to those leaps. We want to say yes to those steps, God. We want to say fear. (laughs) We want to stare fear in the face and say, my God is bigger and He is greater and He is more than able to accomplish more than we hope, dream and imagine, Lord. So we're stepping out in faith, God. We're stepping into faith. We're taking those leaps, God. We say every time you reveal a step, we're going to take it. Every time you show us the next leap, God, we're choosing to leap in Jesus' name. I thank you that you're good, God that you're faithful. I thank you for leaps of faith that we're going to begin to hear about. I thank you for the miraculous, for the extraordinary. I thank you for more than we can hope, dream and imagine. Your plans for your children are never ordinary, Lord. You do not have one ordinary plan in this house, but you do have a whole lot of extraordinary plans, God, in Jesus' name. So we love you, God. We worship you. We look forward to those leaps. We look forward to more than we hope, dream and imagine. We thank you that you're our good, good Father and we trust you. We love you. We worship you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Get ready to leap. Get ready to leap. Get ready to leap in Jesus' name. I want to hear about all those leaps that you're taking. Amen. Bless you, church. We love you.